Tom Forster is a clown. Tom Forster is a clown. He's an asshole and a clown. I hurt Tom Forster with all my heart. Cause he's a clown. He's a clown. He's an asshole and a clown. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to My Sticks. The podcast whose biggest nemesis are uh, Tom Forster and Maggie Haney. More Maggie Haney than Tom Forster. How are you guys? I hope amazing. I'm really good. Like, I have already finished school. Um, And even though it's bittersweet because... um, I mean, I'm glad that I finished uh, everything that I need to, need to do. Uh, on the other hand, um, I finished high school. And I don't know how to feel about the fact that it it was being the greatest um, age of my entire life, and then the pandemic came, and yeah, it got fucked up. But anyway, um, I hope your life is not as delusional as mine. But yeah, I hope you're amazing. Um, well, this was such an intense weekend in terms of gymnastics we had four different competitions and like three of them were happening exactly at the same time so it was a mess uh it was a busy weekend to be a gym fan but here we are and i'm reviewing mm, the highlights of those of those four competitions so on this podcast what are we gonna see uh, we're gonna talk about the Dutch trials, and then we're gonna talk about the Doha uh, uh, World Cup, the Fit Challenge, and uh, USA uh, trials, and also I'm gonna talk about the situation that is coming out about uh, new information about Maggie Haney being a bitch. So yeah, if you're interested into that, oh, oh on on uh, women's artistic gymnastics, because uh, I don't want men. So um, if you're interested in those things, stay tuned. Uh, get get a, uh, come here, and we're gonna discuss that. So yeah, welcome. <laughs> so well, let's get started with Dutch trial, shall we? Um, the Dutch team was already announced, uh, well, it's already announced by the time I'm recording this, but the second trial was uh, prior to, to this announcement. The team is going to be uh, Sunny and Lieke Bevers, uh, Vera Van Poel, and Eitora Thorsopir. Uh, I love this team. I've seen lots of people complaining about it because it ha- is exactly the same team that they've been using since uh, 2015 but I mean I think it works for them then other people saying that well okay the Webers were uh, abuser enablers and yeah that's true uh, let's ignore the fact that mm, the allegation were to do uh, their dad I think it was but yeah I mean I'm not here to discredit any of of the gymnast but at the end of the day like um well not to um, how is the word uh <clears throat> not to say he's right the enable of the abuse but at the end of the day like uh well Nina Weil is also going to the Olympics and yeah you know that's fuck up uh but yeah we should stop with this culture of uh like uh shutting up to people who is talking about their abusators uh, we should we should like always support people who is giving their testimonies but i'll talk about that later uh so well letting away uh the team let's talk about the competition overall first place we had vera and paul she's on the team and basically i think she earned her spot because she won here and she was really solid. I think she did a one and a half twisting Yurchenko on both. Then on bars, she has a wise composition. I have. Uh, I think she has like five point uh, five point five difficulty score, which is really good. And she was really solid. I especially love her combination of hop full uh, connect rightly into a catch up. That's like so nice combination, and I love that about it. Uh, and I 
I say she can upgrade her this one. She's this one with a double pike, so she has room to upgrade that. Uh, on beam, she has only uh, 4.8 on difficulty, but is I mean she's been solid with that, so I think. Uh, it could be like I don't think they'll use her for even finals if they get there but anyways uh, I love that she's doing a Rufaba because Rufaba is my favorite element amongst me and her flow routine was really good uh, I love the choreo the music is bad guy from Billie Eilish like uh, and his rumor tell version and that stuff uh, really good I love it I love the routine I love all the flow routines of uh, the Dutch gymnast like unlike other countries that I'm not gonna mention now but I'm gonna mention about pick challenge mm -hmm. then on second place we had a Thursday year that is her comeback after her injury she has been like training like uh, on a full rhythm mm, it was like two weeks prior to this event so uh, the fact that she was second well it speaks well on her um, she did a double twist your chinko on both so I think uh, that's one of the greatest reasons that uh, why she's on the team because obviously a double twist Yurchenko is gonna contribute more to to the team score. Um, and then uh, she on bars she was a little bit rough. I mean she didn't fall, but some of her combinations were were really unsteadily pleasant. Uh, they were rough. She was like quite out of place. So yeah, those things happen. Uh, I didn't watch her beam. Mm, I don't know what happened there. And her floor was really amazing. The time prior her floor was a mess. Because um, they put the grunt music. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and they didn't have the right music. She had to went down the podium. Go to the, to the stands. Take up her phone. And they play the music on her phone. Like, okay, that was kind of a mess. But it worked. I love her her new routine. I think it's really artistic. Uh, the the music was sung by her by herself, so I love that. And what else? I think that's all. Uh, okay, Tomlin as well. She's not on her best, but I think she can improve a little bit. I miss her triple twist punch from a lot. So I hope she brings that back because that would be amazing. And she's doing her first pin combo again. Woo! I love that first pin combo. So yeah, can help us stand. On third place we have Naomi Visser. Uh, she's out of the team even though she finished third at both trials. Um, she has been really good and she has a lot of future uh, ahead of her. Like I think she has a lot of potential. Personally, she wasn't picked this time. I think they choose the well, not well. Like I'm really neutral because she's an alternate, mm. but I'm like really neutral with uh, what happened to her. Uh, I love her combo on floor of whip, triple twist, punch brown. That's everything I need to say. Mm. And then we have Lika Bevers. Uh, she was rough on bars, and I think that's why her score went down a lot. Uh, on floor, she was really good. And I can't remember anything else to be honest. I was really busy when I was watching. And then uh, we have Sunny Bevers. She's gonna be on the team just for bars and beam. On bars, she didn't compete her like the new element she has working on. That is the clear hip circle naps half, and it's naps. So really interesting. Uh, she didn't make it. She started the routine after that. So she has the routine itself has a lot of potential. Like where did that Van Leeuwen came from? I have no idea. But yeah, she has improved a lot on bars. Like she fell yeah, she fell at the beginning but then she recovered. I hope she puts out a good routine by the Olympics because she has mm, metal potential. Well not metal but final potential maybe. Mm. And beam he done she done great here, beam a lot. From what we saw at the previous trial, so I don't know. Maybe she's just pacing herself. We don't know. And then, mm, on last place at the all around, we have Elsa Kurtz uh, or Jared. I don't know how 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 is her name pronounced. She was a lot to me until this trial, like, and she was really good because I mean, um, it will have made sense to me to put her on the team because 
mostly bald in Florida that are like the weakest areas for for the Netherlands and I don't know but unfortunately on bars she fell three times in a row which is the most unfortunate thing you can ever have mm, I feel really bad for her because of that and yeah I, I don't know what to say about it that bars routine like really uh, take away her chances on the team because everything else was really good uh, she was the highest scored on ball she was decent on bars and her floor apart from the um, uh, from the mistakes uh, well from the out of bounds on the first pass everything else was really good so it was a shame it was a real shame that um, but I don't know if they send her to Worlds, like she has potential for another round, for the hour round finals and, and stuff. But yeah, I feel real bad for her, not gonna lie. And yeah, I think that was everything on Dutch trials. I love the Dutch girls, like, not gonna lie, they are one of my favorite teams, especially because of their artistry and uh, on some way originality. Like, I don't care about difficulty. A lot of people complain about the difficulty, but I don't care, like. Mm. It's so funny to me that most of the people like is like oh, all of the routines are copy and paste, but then those routines that are not that higher that doesn't have those flashy elements that are like really overused and they're using like more originality, they're like oh, too easy, boring, and it's like shut the fuck up. So yeah, for those people, shut the fuck up and let's move on. Okay, honestly, I can't remember if I say on the beginning that I was about to talk about uh, Doha Cup first and then for challenge. Let's start with Doha. Um, <laughs> okay, this was the last uh, part of the uh, World Cup uh, series that it started on 2018. And yeah, like, mm, I mean, we already knew. Uh, who were about to be the finally well like who were about to get the Olympic spot on all of the apparatuses but floor exercise so um, the highlight of this competition was the battle between both uh, Vanessa Ferrari and um, Lara Mori both from Italy to get the Olympic spot uh, plot twist, Vanessa Ferrari was the one getting it. Um, she was amazing. Like, she reconstructed her routine. And I think she has, like, a 5.9 difficulty score only with three tumbling passes, which is amazing. She is doing a seal bash as first pass. Then on the second one, weep to full in, which is quite risky, if you ask me. Not gonna go into details, but you already know what happened. Mm. But fortunately, she's rotating it pretty well. And on the last pass, uh, front layout to double tap. You know, amazing. Um, her dance elements are on point. I think she has, uh, like, mastering most of them, especially the memo. That was, like, her most struggling element uh, in terms of dance ones. So, yeah. I really like that mm, and she came back to to her floor music that she was uh, using on uh, 2019 and beginning of 2020 so yeah I'm here for it because I love that one uh, Lara Mori was also amazing but she was not at the point of, of Vanessa um, she has been regressing a little bit on her tumbling but I mean, mm, I'm not the only one who thinks about this, but uh, I'm gonna say this. I think she's gonna go to Tokyo either, cause right now, most of the Italians are injured. And I'd say, at this point, Vanessa Ferrari is the most, uh, the most prominent all-around gymnast from Italy. So they need her on the team. Uh, in this particular case, if they really need her on the team, she could go uh, as part of the team to the Olympics. She can forfeit to her uh, Olympic spot that she earned by World Cup. And because of that, uh, the spot will go to the second rank uh, on the World Cup series, who is Lara Mori. So it could be, that could be the case, and it will be interesting if that happens. But yeah, 
I think that was all. So at the end of the day, the uh, the spots on the on the team goes to well on the team, no on the team. By the World Cup series goes. On vault it goes to Jade Carey from the United States, on bars to Fan Yelin from China, on beam to Oh my gosh. I had her name. Her her sec her last name is Arakawa. And I was I was literally thinking about her name and now I can't remember. <gasps> oh my gosh, wait. I just checked. Turns out, I was really bad. It's Ashikawa Urara. Oh no, yeah, Urara Ashikawa. I don't know, Urara Ashikawa, yeah. Uh, from Japan and on floor, Vanessa Ferrari from Italy, yeah. Um, the other highlight was definitely Oksana Shusabitina winning Bolt. I am Rebecca Andrade winning Beam. Uh, winning Bars. Who won Beam, though? Um... Was it who? Who the hell won beam? Uh, who challenged in final? Bomb horse bald balance beam. Oh, Diana Varinska. Yeah, Diana Varinska won a beam. Uh, in Vanessa Verdi floor. Rebecca and Brian bars. Oksana Chusovitina on bald. I just stand Oksana Chusovitina. That's all I need to say. And that was for Doha. Yeah, thank you. Okay, now about fit challenge. Um, I just gotta say, Roxana Popa, mi religión. Roxana Popa is my religion. Do I need to say anything else because she's a queen? Just like that. Like her floor routine is to die for. Um, is one of my favorite floor routine. Isn't my top three. Like well. My top one, but there are three routines on my top one. Those routines being Roxana Popas, um, then wait, Shelise Jones, and Aethora Thoris of Thiers. Mm, just like that, it's everything I need to say. I love them, uh, but especially hers, she's a queen. Um, and I think she's doing a downgrade routine, uh, but still, she won the floor, so mm -hmm. she's a queen. I just love her. Uh, okay, overall thought Melanie de Jesus dos Santos from Friends won uh, the all around. She's amazing. Uh, her bars have improved a lot. I love especially her uh, Navieva connect right into a pack. Really nicely done. Um, and I love her dismount. I just love the full in dismount uh, on layout position. She's amazing. Her floor, I really love that she's keeping her uh, her old routine, the one from Burlesque, because oh my gosh, I love that and I love all the vibes that that uh, routine that that routine gives me. Uh, I'll put one because some uh, something reminds me of something more specific that I don't want to talk about, but yeah, uh, I love her. Um, oh, Georgia Villa Beam, oh my gosh, she won the beam and it was. Amazing! She broke the 14, which is woo. I love that. Uh, she finally stuck her fulling, well, her fulling, her uh, back full, her back full. Yeah, and it was amazing. I hope she keeps that that rhythm. Uh, unfortunately, she's really inconsistent. But if she starts to hit like that, uh, she could make a the Olympic beam final, and I will totally be here for it. Um. She still doing the Figaro uh, floor routine. I like it. I love it. Um, Jordan, if you're listening to this, like I know you rather a lot her, her American Cup 2021, the one with Chidi Chidi But yeah, um, Figaro is superior. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. Um, <laughs> and what else? I think that's all. Oh yeah. Mm, can we just talk about Nina the Ball? Because oh my. Uh, I don't know what happened to her hormone bars, but like, it's like deteriorating a little bit to me. She also came back to um, the uneven bar set she did at 2019 European Games, which is mm -hmm. she's using another element. 
and I think it was a 6.7 difficulty or 6.8 not quite sure um, but I think it could work a little bit better than the one that she did at Ojizex because um, she's not doing the naps hop that like uh, oh wait I didn't talk about that I didn't post that one but basically it's not a it's not necessarily like a half turn because she is twisting um after uh, she catches the bar and if she had been on the air so yeah let's keep that in mind on the future so maybe uh she received like a negative feedback about the skill and she decided to remove it it's the now name after her so uh, I don't think there's a point to raise that at the Olympics. Still, her skills have been a little bit short. She also fell on beam and on vault at um, at the qualifications slash all around. So I don't know what's happening there. Her floor routine is awful. Sorry, I need to say that her floor routine is awful. Um, I don't know who thought it was a good idea to use that choreo that is so similar to her 2019 one that he was with I think it was with Queen Music um, I don't know who thought it was a good idea to use parts of that choreo but putting Winter by Antoine Vivaldi or Antoine and Antonio I don't know by Vivaldi but Winter from the fourth season uh, it makes no sense it's cringy like can she just go back to her 2018 floor routine because that was that one was gorgeous, but now like you have her like oh my gosh with it moving as if she were dying I I don't know that okay if you haven't watched it and if you want to steal alive just don't don't look at that look at Roxana Popa's floor routine and you'll be better. That's on period. Okay, I'll go quickly into U.S. trials. Um, this competition, I mean, it wasn't as bad as the other U.S. competition that we've seen this year because the rest of them were like really chaotic in terms of consistency. It was really underwhelming to watch uh, those many gymnasts falling off um, and losing up their shit. Still, I don't think I really enjoyed it that much because I think the the gymnasts I enjoyed most, um, both classics and nationals, uh, was Chelsea Memo. But yeah, whatever. Life isn't fair sometimes. Most of the times, actually. And I still think it is a shame that neither uh, Chelsea nor Morgan nor uh, Aliyah were at trials, but. Who am I to judge? Well, I'm gonna judge uh, eventually, but yeah. Uh, some highlights of this event. Um, Simone had a magnificent uh, night one. Her floor was amazing. She stayed in bounds uh, during all of the <laughs> all of the routine, which was something that we have uh, quite a, a while without seeing her staying in bounds during her floor routine. So really good. Unfortunately, day two was not as sharp as her uh, as day one. But yeah, I mean, she always, well, she usually hits when it counts most. So I'm praying for her because uh, on day two, Sunisa Liot's car her. Like, she won day two, and it's, well, that's huge. That's huge. And I mean, that was the other highlight, uh, one of the other highlights for me, because at the end of the day, um, I'd say that, uh, well, lots of people were, like, uh, underestimating Sunny, uh, heading into trials. I think it was mostly because at classics she flopped at both routines, but the rest was just magnificent. Like, she did amazing at nationals, she did amazing at, at trials, like, her bar routine is, like, She's still been my hope to uh, Univan Bar's gold because that's how life works, yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna manifesting it because you know what happens when I'm manifesting someone. I still traumatized by Peter Skating World that I did my predictions for everyone and neither of them gotta, got the gold, but 
Yeah, yikes. Um, the thing is <laughs> that, uh, yeah, Suni was amazing. Also, her work on beam is so clean. Uh, she has the best rings um, in the US. Like, that's anything I need to say. Then, the other highlight definitely Jordan Childs. Jordan Childs has been my queen uh, during all of this year since Winter Cup. Because, like, I think we all were sleeping on her. Because, um, I mean, she had skills, but uh, her routine constructions weren't the best, nor her consistency. And this year, like, she, she glowed up. Like, uh, and you can't deny that. Um, like, just look at her, she's amazing. Uh, she's the only US um, gymnast who hasn't fallen on any routine of the national competitions because she had like, a little bit of a flop on floor uh, at Woga Classics. Woga Classics? I think it was. But um, since Winter Cup, she hasn't fallen on any of her routines. So that's a total of 24 routines that she has going clean. And I think that's, I, I mean, I'm totally happy for her doing the team. Because at the end of the day, like, she has been, uh, she has the consistency. Like, maybe she was not top two, but uh, neither Simone nor Suni have been, like, really consistent uh, during this, uh, this season. Well, I mean, Simone just has uh, fallen once, but you know what I mean. Just one, no, twice. She she also fallen bars on uh, on classics. But yeah, um, the thing is that um, they can do mistakes, and that's where uh, Jordan Childs uh, can contribute a little bit because she has been solid. Um, and like it, uh, I invite you all. To especially if you're like a huge US stand, um, don't sleep on other countries because I've seen a lot of people, including Tom Forster himself, uh, and I'm gonna talk about that later. Um, mentioning that basically, uh, US has no competition, and it's something that Tom Forster said in his statement that I already recorded that part because I recorded it as soon as I watched it. But, um, yeah, he's saying that they can have the privilege of, like, throwing out a couple of tents, which is not. Um, both China and Russia are quite strong. Uh, and they don't... Uh, USA do, don't have the, the consistency factor anymore because uh, the gymnasts hasn't been as consistent as, like... This is not 2018 anymore, right? That's what I. That's what I'm trying to say. So the competition is gonna be huge. So let's not sleep on neither China nor Russia, especially China, um, because US is not as dominant uh, as um, as it was uh, other years. Like this year is gonna be it. It, it gonna have. It, it's gonna have. A biggest competition, a bigger, bigger, a bigger, a bigger, a bigger competition. So yeah, let's let's take that in consideration. Uh, the fourth spot on the team was taken by Grace, and I'm fine with that. I want her on the team. Uh, I don't necessarily think it was the greatest decision that they could possibly make, because like I mean. I don't like Michaela Gymnastics, but I think uh, taking in consideration that the weakest, uh, well, not the weakest, but the areas where they could need another person uh, just to avoid Suni to injure uh, herself uh, are vault and floor. And I think Michaela would have um, fit better at least on vault. But you know what? I'm not gonna criticize now because I already criticized Tom Forster with that, but you're gonna uh, hear that later. Uh, but yeah, I'm really happy for Grace. I think she totally deserves it. And hopefully she'll have time to recover like in a better way uh, heading into the Olympics. And that's it. 
well, Michaela Skinner had, had like the night of her of her life at day one. She was amazing on day two. Well, she had a little bit of struggles, but yeah, overall really good. Uh, Riley McCasker day one bars were amazing. I love her bars routine. I'm, you know, I'm really sorry for her, but I'm gonna talk about that uh, later. Well, not, let's talk about it uh, like now. What happened was that, um, well, she did a huge statement talking about, um, uh, well, how heartbroken she is because she didn't make the team. And yeah, that was really sad. It's one of the saddest things I've read in my entire life. Uh, but yeah. Life is really unfair. And the thing is that she deserved to be on that team. I really feel heartbroken for her. Um, especially uh, taking in consideration what she said about all of the years that she was abused by Maggie Haney. Mm. On this account, like, I mean, the first podcast I've made, uh, I criticized Maggie Haney. And I've constantly criticized Maggie Haney during all of this journey that I've done with this podcast. And I won't stop criticizing her because she's a terrible person. And I don't think uh, a six-year ban should be enough. I think she should be in jail by all of the things that she has done because she's an abuser. She is one of the worst persons uh, of the worst people uh, that that are currently uh, couching in sport at least that we have uh, uh, that we know <sighs> and like the fact that a judge I can remember the name of this judge but a judge that was uh, judging at a trial share on her personal Facebook uh, basically shading Riley and saying that the fact that she didn't make the Olympic team is karma that's disgusting. Um, on which point we've heading, uh, we've had a society that um, we really have more empathy for the abuser than for the victim. I will never understand that, and like Riley doesn't deserve that because she is a sunray like. It pisses me off and it's really sad that after all of those years like competing uh, she has found um, like enjoyment for the sport only this last year it breaks my heart totally because I think if it weren't because all of the abuse that the butted bitch uh, made to her um, she would have had a way better career and she had it and it's such a shame because it's not only I mean I think um, a sports career goes like really low compared with mental health and what they done to Riley's mental health is just horrific and I don't know I wish her the best um not quite sure if she's gonna retire of, of what she's planning to do, but I just I just want to to watch her happy, because honestly, um, the fact that she was smiling during podium trainings during competition that she was with all of this enjoyment, uh, it was something that in all of the years she was with my Haney we never see her smiling, and. It's really sad. It it breaks my heart. It literally breaks my heart. So yeah, let's let's take that in consideration. Um, the other highlight, yeah, like last after, uh, well before I I start to like uh, go into why Tom Forster is bullshit. Shaylee's um, Jones beam is to uh, beam uh, well over a work, but floor her floor is amazing. I love her floor routine. It has everything. Uh, it's it's just gorgeous. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's one of the greatest uh, floor routines I've ever seen. And I love Shaylee's. I hope she 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 can be able to to um, 
uh, go-to words, especially knowing that she also has been uh, treated unfairly. She mentioned that on her Instagram post. Uh, basically, she has been just like underestimated by Tom, and he like is not uh, doesn't want to like collaborate with her in terms of giving suggestions and or watching of her training. It's, it's bullshit. Tom Forster is bullshit, and I'm gonna tell you the reasons now. Look, this is not even gonna do my like intro, cause I want to address the situation like as fast as possible. Um, yeah, Tom Forster already spoke out about this. Uh, yes, I'm recording this uh, prior record anything else of the podcast because I want to read this as my genuine reaction. Uh, this thread was uh, posted 16 minutes prior I'm recording this, so. It's Tom Forster talking to the media about the decision of the Olympic team, so let's get into it. I'm reading this from a thread from the internet at thegymternet.net on Twitter, so yeah, it's time. Uh, okay, he says, we look at possible team scores, <laughs> sure yeah, and realize it was a couple of tens difference between Grace and Michaela. Looking at today process and the US championships, it's appropriate to go rank in order. <laughs> sure, it seems Totally appropriate. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I have, I've ever read. Like, um, actually, if you consider U.S. championships, eh, whatever. Then, uh, Grace didn't do as well as championships, and Michaela would have uh would have had the high scoring team. Can you address that and why you're taking uh Skinner as a plus one when you have Jade with the same strength? That was a question asked by uh also the very uh by oh yeah whatever Jessica. Yeah. Her. Uh and he said it was a great competition. The athletes did amazing, super cool. Our goal was the athletes uh, will pick themselves. Pro score kicks out potential teams depending on who you use. Obviously, can change the score. Um, okay, it obviously depends, but like, uh, if a wise choice would be like, even NBC commentators knew that like, uh. Something like wise to do would have been use um, the all around score. Well, this course uh, on bars and beam of Sunni, Simone, and and uh, Jordan, and using on both vault and floor the scores of uh, Jordan and Simone. Uh, dropping Sunny because her injury, so they need a belt and floor specialist, and yeah, in this case, Michaela was stronger on those both aspects, but obviously it depends on who and who you use. But like, I think it was quite obvious who should they use, but whatever. Then he said, um, "Keeping integrity in the sport is part of my job." Sure, I am. Competition is competition, uh, yeah, but you need to consider all of that. Um, is your job? Do he realize he has a job? Uh, I don't think so. Whatever. Uh, then one of our past Olympias say she was really proud to watch this and that there was no politics or bitterness, and that I feel really proud about it. Um, who the fuck say that? Who the fuck say that? Um. Okay, I'm gonna look at the mention tweets in case, uh, yeah. Okay, someone say that it was probably Shannon. I don't think so. Uh, one person <laughs> approves the team of <laughs> the team, y'all. So good is validation. Well, at least he has a person validation, it's better than nothing, I'd say. Um, so yeah. Then, uh, he said, if we use Michaela on the team, her belt is higher than anyone except Simone. So that 
does alter the team score, but in my opinion, it wasn't enough to warrant putting her in that position. Why? Like, isn't the point of having a team like having the biggest potential score you possibly you you could have? Uh, because I mean, yeah, Grace ha is not a bad a bad bowler, but. Uh, in average, uh, due to difficulty and her execution is not even that bad, uh, Skinner is better. Like, on floor could be an argument, but on vault, mm. And her vault score, because she's so consistent, anyone who gets into finals, vault is the least subjective. We were heartbroken for Riley when she fell, but then it comes down to it. Michaela also has world-class star values and execution, and she hit. Okay, yeah. But, mm, I don't know if he has a brain, or I don't know if he's able to connect uh, the links on his brain to actually do a, a good, a, a good uh, thinking process. But, like, you already have another uh, about specialist. That is going as a specialist, a Baldwin floor specialist that are uh, Michaela's strengths uh, and uh -huh. honey. That's like out of sabotage, <laughs> but for real. Uh, and also, like, only on Bald, because at the end of the day, on floor, like, let's remember, Suni is, uh, is, is a current world server medalist on floor. Uh, Jordan has an amazing potential score on floor. Simone, let's not talk about her. So yeah, like to be honest, relying on Skinner to qualify at um at a final with that uh, on floor, like this is not 2014 anymore. Then he said, between Grace and Michaela, there were tens of a point between them at championships and this weekend over the two-date period Grace end up in fourth and so that's how we decide then again it's just a meet uh, in a meet anything could happen uh, because like for real <laughs> you can fail at a competition but that doesn't mean you don't have the potential and obviously you want to look at consistency rating but anyway uh, then he said even though the computer tells us Michaela on the team will be a couple of things higher yeah maybe mm, I don't know uh, I don't know if he considered this but I think uh, a computer will be more impartial than him because well I'm gonna talk about what I think uh, his motivations are a little bit later but then he said uh, we're so unfortunate that our athletes are so strong that I don't think it's going to come down to tens of a point in Tokyo mm. look have you ever seen a Chinese team like four of them can hit uh, 15 plus on beam uh, and with double twist Yurchenkos and Magnificent Barts I wouldn't be <sighs> Like I think that's that's really like egocentric to really really think like for real that they don't and take and drop those dents just because he wants to. That's the most stupid thing I ever read. But yeah, uh, we didn't feel like it was worth it to change the integrity of the process. Simply okay, but which integrity are you talking to? Because then again, you're really saying that. Uh, <laughs> With computer, that with computer, you're talking about mathematically. Uh, you're saying that uh, mathematically, like by statistics, uh, Michaela was a better add to the theme. So if you're not following like statistics or hitting radio, like then which integrity integrity are you talking about? Um, and then he said, with Riley coming into this competition, she was stabilizing herself as the second best wire working in the country. Look at the scores from Russia, China, in other <laughs> How do our athletes start off getting into the final? Is a guess. Um, look, she would have been a best add to the team. Uh, well, not on the team, but for the country as individuals and Michaela is. Because then again, 
uh, with Michaela, you're gonna be like losing the opportunity of having a gymnast because either way, or either Michaela goes to the final uh, to the ball finals, or either Jake goes to the ball final. I think the purpose of a specialist team is having the best opportunity to send uh, as much uh, as much athletes you can to even finals, and you're not gonna do that. On the other hand, if you were to pick Riley for the alternate spot, she would have had the opportunity to go into the even finals because she has potentially the scores. Like, for real, she has more difficulty than the average uh, Russian gymnast because everyone does the same routine. Like, she has 6.4. The Both Gelia and Blada has 6.3. Uh, Galia kill up to 6.4 if she does a Fabrice Nova, but I don't think she'll do it. Uh, Listunova has a 6.4, you know. And then he said, but bars is riskier than other events. But yeah, like, <sighs> okay, yeah, it's riskier, but at the same time, that doesn't, like, uh, give a solid argument to having two balls specialist plus Iman that, you know, does he realize um super control rule is a thing? I don't know. And then uh well this is text, but it says Don Forster explained that it's woulda coulda shula oh wow with athletes. Uh yeah, someone like Leanne Wong could be a top scorer for the team but she wasn't here and they want the athletes to select themselves. Uh I don't I don't understand that point, but yikes. Uh, whatever. And then he said, with Michaela, I say to her coaches, thanks so much for putting your lives on hold, allowing Michaela to pursue his her uh, bleh, to pursue this dream of hers. She put in the word. I visit them a couple of times in Arizona. And she works amazing. She takes nut turkeys and she's driving. Okay, but with that, like... He's literally saying he has a little, well, not literally, but quote-unquote, he's saying he has a little bit of a birdism uh, towards her because he even go personally to the gym. Uh, does, does that sound transparent to you? I don't think so. And then he said, listen, Jason's is amazing and we're super excited for what you can do in Tokyo. It was just a freak thing that happened at Winter Cup where uh, her leg got hurt and they've been trying to manage that as best as they can. But, well, isn't that a Well, I mean, yeah, but she already got her spot at Tokyo and he and she has a little bit... Like, she has been pacing herself. Um, the fact that she's in Europe doesn't mean that you should put another one to, like, she's in there. Because at the end of the day, um, she has even... I mean, she did one of the greatest amateurs of all the competition and I'm sure her chain is already ready. Um, and also, like... <sighs> I mean, yeah, she's injured, but she has been managing herself really well. Like, should I remember uh, on National Splendium Training when she did the triple-double? Mm, yeah, I think it's manageable, and I think she has the consistency. She just hasn't shown up her entire potential because she already had this spot. And I think that's a weird decision that uh, some someone as <sighs> incompetent as Tom Forster is can see that, like, you know what? And yeah, I think my conclusion of of all this uh, of all this interview. Tom Forster is a dick. Thank you so much. Like really, <clears throat> after reading his words, and like yeah, whatever. I think really they just went out to say like you know what we'll pick the top five all-arounders and that was all that's everything we need to do and on the meantime that, that they use like to to discuss the team they used it instead of uh, watching the highest potential score team they use it to watch which excuse they were about to they they were about to uh, to tell to the media to just uh, picking random, well, picking by the results of a competition and know about potential. I think that's what happened. And also, like, all of the contradiction that he's making because, 
first he's saying that he didn't want to like uh, ruin the transparency of the process but then he says that mathematically uh, Michaela should have been on the team but then they decide not to put her on the team like that's bullshit he's a bull he's bullshit like to me like let's I'm gonna I'm gonna say this like now uh, to me Tom Forster is really homophobic just because uh, he's hurting the gays and by the gays I refer me thank you but like yeah it's I don't know I don't know how this man uh, makes his decisions because I don't find like I, I really I mean we live in a society where Valentina Radionenko could have choose a better team. Like Valentina Valentina Radionenko has a more transparent process than Tom Forster for this election. And we know Valentina Radionenko is all but transparency at that point. And I think like I mean I know the Carolis were bullshit, but at least they knew how to choose a team. Most of the occasions, uh, like this, this is horrible. Um, I hate Tom Forster. Like, to be honest, what he did, what he did, was only be in the top five all-rounders, and then just just because he don't want to get people mad, because like if he would put Michaela Skinner on the main team. I think he's he's aware that, uh, like, I'd say a seventy percent of Jim uh, Twitter hates her, at that point. So he he just wants to save his reputation, and like, don't get me wrong, I love Grace on the team, but she was really overscored on this competition. I was rooting for her, but not in this way, and I I can admit. That even though I was counted her out, uh, Michaela Skinner would have been a better add to the team than Grace is. Like just a couple of things, and then again that thought, uh, that well that comment that he made, uh, speaking about how um, they are already the greatest in the world, that a couple of things wouldn't make a difference. Like uh, he's surely not aware of what other countries are doing. Like. Her, Darwell's mom, she is an expert on gossiping through routines from other people, and then he will realize that um, China can send uh, such a potential high score team, and that they cannot avoid mistakes. That thought that USA um, can make as much mistakes as they want uh, is fake, it's, it's just fake and I think it's uh, such a such a dumb ass thought and I don't think like a uh, team uh, should pick uh, under that under that, that but you know uh, don't add me, maybe I'm totally wrong, maybe this team is gonna be the greatest US team ever, I don't think so but yeah mm, uh, congratulations to all of the people who are choose but I'm not happy. Uh, I'm not happy with, like, with it, how this uh, situation was addressed, because I don't think it was fair, like, at all. And um, I think what pisses me off the most is that uh, Tom talks about transparency while this election process was everything but transparent. Well, um, yeah, that was my rant to Tom Forster but let's uh, let's talk about Chinese team because Chinese team was announced today um, interesting Shan uh, Jin won the all around at the second trial and she's on the team um, actually the team they pick was my team without Shan Jin and instead of her uh, Li Qi Jia but unfortunately, Li Chi Jia got injured herself at first trial, so she'll come back stronger than a ninety strength. That's what I'll. That's everything I need to say. But well, the team is uh, formed by Chang Jing, uh, Tang Chi Jin, Oju Xuan, and Lu Jufei. I think it's a strong team. 
Do I think uh, this team can compete against the U.S.? A hundred percent. Why? Well, we know uh, the weakest area for the Chinese is um, Bolt, right? Because even though in Florida they don't have that much of um, uh, what's the name uh, of difficulty, the execution is actually really good, right? Uh, in Bolt, like with Bolt, it's a little bit uh, different because obviously uh, it it shows the lack of like amplitude on bolts by Chinese. Um, apart from uh, Cheng Fei, there are not many Chinese who are like good bolters. Uh, like it's historically, right? But this team have two gymnasts who does uh. Double twisting Sukahara, right? Who are Chang Jing and Lu Jufei. Both of them have a double twisting Sukahara, it's a 5.6 difficulty score, so uh, two times higher than, um, than, 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 than that thing, than the double twist your Chenko. So let's go in up for a match, right? Let's uh, let's say Simone is not gonna do the the Yurchenko double pike at um, at team final, so she opts for going for the Cheng. The Cheng is six point zero, right? Then um, let's say Jordan Childs because I don't think Jordan Childs is gonna tempt the Amanar. I think she's safer doing the double to Yurchenko because her execution is amazing. Double twist Yurchenko is 5.4. Uh, Both Grace and Suni have a double twist Yurchenko, so another 5.4, which gives us uh, a total uh, start value involved for a rotation of um, 16.8, right? Now, going with the Chinese. Uh, I guess they're, they're gonna take. Um, this, uh, or just, no. Well, either Oju Xuan or Tang Chi Jing double to Yurchenko, you have a 5.4. And then you have the 5.6 of uh, 2.46, both of the double twist Sukahara of, um, uh, of Lu Jufei and Chang Jin, right? So that gives us. Uh, 16.6 is only only wait did I okay um yeah that gives us that gives us a, like a starting value for the team of the uh, 16.6 compared with uh, US 16.8 right so it's just to tens like an execution we can arc but then you have a beam and the beam is killer, cause um, all of them can can score like above fourteen point five. Uh, not talk about above fifteen, because they are. If they get consistent, they're gonna destroy us on beam, and and that's a fact, right? Then, and bars is gonna be tight because we know bars is the worst event of the US, and they have uh decent bars bar work. Um, they don't necessarily have a like a bars specialist on this team, but still the scores are um, are capable of outscoring the U.S. And on floor, well, uh, I I can't remember the difficulty scores, but I think they're enough. <laughs> That's anything I need to say. Uh, as a specialist, they sent uh, Wan Chen Chen from Beam and Angelin, who already qualified by the World Cup series. I think it's a good team. Um, I would like to see Wei Zhao Jan on the team because of her bars, because she has like a uh, 6.7 position score, which will be enough for a medal, but life isn't fair, right? I don't think it's a bad team at all. I think they really have the chance to outscore the US team if they are consistent, and it's gonna be really tight. But I'm gonna do, as soon as the Italian team gets announced, I'm gonna do a podcast talking about my predictions for the Olymp. Well, not my predictions, but like interesting points to to compare, like the matching, the matching scores and, and stuff. So yeah, 
that was the Chinese team. Sorry for this bad explanation, but I'm hurrying up uh, before my parents start to fight again. So thank you. <laughs> so well, guys, this was everything from me today. Thank you so much for listening to me. I really appreciate all of my fans. I, I wouldn't call you fans, but yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, um, I ho hopefully uh, I'll be more active now that I'm in vacation. I already finished high school. It feels uh, really, really weird to finish high school because I, I don't think I, I ever, um, I'll even have a graduation or, or something, not even the protocol. So it's, it's really weird. Um, and yeah, I don't know the future of this podcast because if I get into university, I don't know which, uh, t uh how many times I'll have. But yeah, let's let's keep the faith. And yeah, this was everything for me. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing life. That's it for today. Bye.